This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Late Boomers, our podcast guide to creating your third act with style, power, and impact. Hi, I'm Kathy Worthington. And I'm Mary Elkins. Join us as we bring you conversations with successful entrepreneurs, entertainers, and people with vision who are making a difference in the world. Everyone has a story, and we'll take you along for the ride on each interview, recounting the journey our guests have taken to get where they are, inspiring you to create your own path to success. Let's get started. Welcome to Late Boomers. Since Santa was too busy to join us, he's at the North Pole prepping gifts. We're bringing you holiday messages ourselves. And I'm Mary Elkins. This time of year is special, and it can be a great time of happiness or sadness for all who have lost someone dear and are thinking back on better holidays. But we want to encourage you to relish your sweetest moments. And your memories. One of my favorite parts of the holidays with my family was that they loved it when I recited the night before Christmas by heart. Of course, since they were my parents, you know, Mary, they they loved my recitation. Not sure if my brothers felt the same way, but I'm going to read it to you now and dedicate it to my brother, David, who passed away one year ago. It is actually called A Visit from St. Nicholas. And here is how it goes. Try to remember that I did this by heart when I was a kid, but (laughs) I'm cheating right now. Was the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. Mama in her kerchief and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear? But a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer with a little old driver so lively and quick. I knew in a moment he must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donder and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop the coursers they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas too. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. 
his eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry, his cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. And laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Oh, that was great. Woohoo! I should give you you a standing ovation, but well, then I'm out of camera. (laughs) Okay. And out of out of microphone range. But uh, so I'll stay seated. But I love that. I remember that and I haven't heard it in years. Well, Mary, what is your favorite holiday poem or song? What do you do you have one? Well, I I do, but first I want to talk about my family's holidays a little bit. Um my family okay, cool. celebrate Yeah, my family celebrated both Christmas and Hanukkah, and there are songs and poems from both holidays that I love. But before I recite anything, I just want to share a memory of one of the best Christmas gifts I've ever received. When I was small, my big sister and I used to get up in the middle of the night and we'd snoop under the Christmas tree. We'd you hold bad a flash girls. Of you betcha. <laughs> <laughs> and we snoop so there. We'd, we'd look at the beautiful wrappings and ribbons that my mom and dad had wrapped for us with such care. And we'd, we'd hold a, one big flashlight. It was really heavy. But um, sometimes there was only one gift or maybe a few under the tree, but we always got something. Santa always brought us something, and we always left him a cookie or two, although we might have eaten one of the two. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So one year, we're snooping under the tree, and I hear this noise. And I didn't know what it was. And so I look, and we shine the lights, and there's this soft beige cover over this package. And so I I couldn't resist. I had to look. I couldn't wait until the morning. So when I put my head under the cover, I saw two beautiful white doves. What happened with the doves? Well, um, we had them for a long time. I used to take care of them and I learned how to take care of them. And they had babies. I watched their babies' eggs hatch, how the babies were fed. And then I watched them grow. And that was... I think it taught me a lot about life. I I love that story. I had doves as an adult later. You did? I did. I raised a lot of doves and one of them lived, only one of them. And the pet store said this is impossible, but one of my doves lived 23 years. One of the Mm -hmm. ones. And he said, that's impossible. I said, no, it isn't. It hatched at my house. That was one of the babies. The first pair that was given to me as a housewarming gift, by the way, don't ever bring live animals to somebody as a housewarming oh, I, gift. I was thinking that would be a great it's Christmas a present for you. 
No. <laughs> oh, well, chalk that up. <laughs> no more. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I'll have to think of something else. But, you know, just thinking about gifts and the best gifts that I could receive now with all the chaos and the wars going on in the world and, and the obstacles that every one of us faces each day, I think the best day, best day, the best gift would be for people with different beliefs to take a moment to come together to find peace and beauty and joy and inner light in each other. For all the holidays and for all the days, if we could be like Santa's reindeer in the poem that you read um, and Mm-hmm. Quote, we can mount to the sky. Boy, we could just make the world a better place, don't you think? So true, yes. Yeah. Yes. So what other Christmas memories do you have besides the doves? Oh, that wasn't even a Christmas thing, That, but, but I did have doves. But when my daughter was seven, Emma, she was seven. We were visiting some relatives up north, and we were in a restaurant, and there was a pl- paper placemat there. And, you know, it was the good old days when kids weren't on iPads and devices. So she had to think of things on her own. And she was bored with the parents all talking and the older people. She was the youngest in the family. And at seven, she started writing on a placemat and wrote an entire thing out. And I said, and they were almost ready to leave. And I said, wait, 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 she's on a roll. Don't go anywhere because I want to see how it finishes. And she wrote the whole of this book, The Twelve Dogs of Christmas, which is reissued this year, but it came out when she was eight years old. It's the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas, but done with dogs. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can kind of see she dedicated the book to her dogs. And Mm. she said, my dogs, Angel and Shadow, for giving me the idea for the 12 Dogs of Christmas. Oh. And it's the, it's the song we all know, but it's on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a poodle in a doghouse. And then the kids all recorded it. And originally the book, which it doesn't now, but originally the book came with a CD in the front. So when it was issued, when she was eight years old, she did the talk show circuit. She did book signings. People, it was so funny. We were at this big book convention thing uh, at the LA Convention Center, and there were multiple, multiple authors set at tables. And you got in line, you bought, you know, you were ready to buy the book, or you had already bought the book. I think you bought it on your way up or something. Well, we were laughing because all these other authors had like two, three people in front of their desks. And Emma had a line that stretched all the way down because nobody could believe an (laughs) eight-year-old was sitting there autographing books. And she did it. I think that was maybe when she was nine because she did it several years in a row. And then there were posters out and all kinds of stuff. And this year is the 25th year anniversary of the publication of that book. This is the new version. The other one was a hardcover that came with the CD and all that. And oh. it has a surprise ending and, and which she would never give away when she would do the talk shows because it's got all the breeds of dogs in here. She could list all the breeds of dogs when the, when the, you know, it's six, six chihuahuas chomping and uh, no, it's six boxers boxing, five golden retrievers. So <laughs> my, you'd like, my you'd like that. Your kind. Yeah. And, um, but it was just so fun. What can I oh. tell you? What a, what a piece of, 
What a great Christmas memory that was. Oh, I can imagine. And it's gone on for years. It's well, just, and, and, and then my husband made two movies out of that book. Yeah. So there were two movies and those put her through school. So she, uh, she made out like a bandit because <laughs> he paid very well for the book rights when he made the I, movie. I, it, it's just so impressive that a seven-year-old would do that and be, have it carried through all the way to a book and to a, to movies. It's just yeah, uncanny. Yeah, both of the movies are... Both of the movies come out every Christmas, so people can watch those 12 Dogs of Christmas movies. There's two. There's a sequel where it's later and the little girl has grown up a bit. Was she in the movie? Was she in the movie when it first came out? No, she might have done an extra part or something, but she wasn't in the movie. No, it was professional SAG actors, you know, little kids SAG actors and Lots of adults are in it because there's a bad guy. The dog catcher of the town is a real bad guy. And, you know, it's a real cute movie. Yeah. yeah. And the sequel has tons of songs. The sequel is an out and out musical with song, big dance numbers and songs and all kinds of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Gee, that's. You grab it. Yeah. And well, do you well, have a, do you have a favorite uh, poem, Mary? I have a couple I'm going to read. Um, I just. Wanted, yeah. I just kept thinking about what poems would make people smile. So here's a couple. Yeah. The first one oh, is good. by Yeah. The first one is by the American writer Shel Silverstein. It's real short, but it just made me laugh. So here you okay. go. All right. I made myself a snowball as perfect as it could be. I thought I'd keep it as a pet and let it sleep with me. I made it some pajamas and a pillow for its head. But then last night it ran away. But first it wet the bed. <laughs> oh, I love Shel Silverstein. Yeah, he's great. He's great. And then here's another one talking about the 12 dogs of Christmas. This one's called Puppy's Christmas. You ready? Yeah. It's the day before Christmas and all through the house. The puppies are squeaking an old rubber mouse. The wreath which had merrily hung on the door is scattered in pieces all over the floor. The stockings that hung in a neat little row now boast a hole in each one of the toes. The tree was was subjected to bright-eyed whims, and now, although splendid, it's missing some limbs. I catch them and hold them. Be good, I insist. They lick me, then run off to see what they've missed. And now as I watch them, the thought comes to me that theirs is the spirit that Christmas should be. Should children and puppies yet show us the way and teach us the joy that should come with this day? Could they bring us the message that's written above and tell us that most of all, Christmas is love? Oh, Mary, that's so good for us who are dog people and for anybody who isn't, because it also mentions children. And I think most people can relate to children if they don't relate to the puppies. That's so yeah. sweet. I love it. I know. I just loved it. Thank and I you hope for it that. makes all of our listeners and viewers smile. And on that note, I want to wish you and yours a healthy holiday filled with joy and abundance and always, always love. Happy holidays. And let us always practice gratitude so that we can manifest abundance in the new year 
and happy holidays to all of you. And thank you for being loyal listeners. We love you. Thank you for joining us on Late Boomers, the podcast that is your guide to creating a third act with style, power, and impact. Please visit our website and get in touch with us at lateboomers.biz. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Late Boomers, go to ewnpodcastnetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here and that you enjoy a successful third act with your own style, power, and impact.